0: In our busy world, family time frequently gets neglected. It is vital that we give attention to our families while we can, and it is especially important to give attention to what God says in His Word about our homes. For the next few minutes, let's join Scott Pauley as we open the Scriptures and find God's message for your family. Do you remember back in John chapter 15 that Jesus promised his disciples, that first family uh, that He, he gathered together around him, he promised them that his joy would become their joy? Well, we find the fulfillment of that in the book of Philippians, this book of overflowing Christian joy, the joy of Jesus Christ, and we're applying it to our homes, identifying each place in Philippians where joy is found and then some principle that we can obey. We've identified seven of them so far. Let's pick up there. The seventh principle uh, found at the beginning of Philippians chapter 3 is that we must find our joy in worshiping God. Are you a worshiper today? Uh, People want the product without the process. They want to be joyful, but they don't want to be worshipful. No, worship has to begin in the heart. It's an individual heart attitude towards God. Worship is personal, it's individual, it's private. No one can worship for you. But if you really learn to worship individually, then you can lead your family to worship. If you can learn to worship, then you can teach someone else to worship God. And, of course, we know that this worship is centered in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ because no one else is worthy of worship than Him. And so practically speaking, have your family in worship services with God's people. Don't miss it. When the, when the church gathers, be with God's people to worship the Lord corporately. And then in the privacy of your own home, teach your children by example what it means to worship the Lord. Then let's come to chapter 4. I'll give you three more principles today to conclude our list on how to have a joyful home. Now look at chapter 4 and verse 1. Therefore, my brethren, dearly beloved and longed for, my joy and crown, so stand fast in the Lord, my dearly beloved. Here's an eighth principle. Experience the joy of developing other followers of Christ. Let that sink in. Paul said his joy and crown were these believers that he had led to the Lord and now seeing them grow in the grace and knowledge of Christ. Friends, outside of your own salvation, there's no joy like seeing somebody else come to know Jesus. And so could I challenge you as a family? Why don't you adopt another family? Why don't you Choose someone that you're going to pray for and speak to and witness to and seek as a family to bring to the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, friend, the the greatest riches are not material. They're spiritual, and it's wonderful to share them, to see others come to know Christ. Oh, the joy of God's salvation both in us and then witnessed in the lives of other people. Ask God to use your family to witness uh, the gospel to others and to bring others into the family of God. And then come down to verse 4 of Philippians 4, famous verse, Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say, rejoice. God repeats himself here, doesn't he? Here's the principle. Number nine, choose to rejoice. Do you see that it's a command? And if it's a command, then it is a command that we must choose to either obey or disobey. There are lots of all-encompassing words in this passage, too. For example, Rejoice in the Lord always. That means at all times. I don't know what season you're going through today. Maybe it's not the happiest season of your life, but it can still be a joyful season. You can choose to rejoice in the Lord today. I've discovered personally when I least feel like rejoicing, I most need to. When I really don't feel like singing, I need to begin to sing to the Lord and give God praise and glory because God commanded it, rejoice in the Lord all way. And then in the next verse it says, Let your moderation be known unto all men the Lord is at hand. So now we got all men. We're to rejoice before all people. Others are to see the joy of Christ in us. Others are to see the reality of a living Savior living in us. And then you come to that famous verse, verse 6, Be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known unto God. So we rejoice at all times before all people and with all needs. Whatever your need is today, you can still rejoice in the Lord. You can rejoice through prayer, just like God has met your needs in the past. God is going to meet your needs now. And guess what it leads to? Verse 7, And the peace of God which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Only God could do that. All way, all men, everything, all understanding. God will exceed expectations if you will choose to rejoice today. Stop living and dying by your emotions. Stop riding the the emotional roller coaster and exercise your will. Choose against how you feel today and say, I'm just going to obey this. I'm going to rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. You ever wonder why he had to say it again? Because we need to hear it again, and we need to do it again. Just because we knew it in the past doesn't mean that we remember it, and just because we remember it doesn't mean we're obeying it. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. And then let me give you one more. Chapter 4, Philippians, verse 10, But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly, that now at the last your care of me hath flourished again, wherein you were also careful, but you lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I'm instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Can I give you this principle? If you want a joyful home, learn to rejoice in everything God gives you. Whatever God chooses for you, uh, it may be up, it may be down. It may be fullness, it may be emptiness. It may be a bright day, it may be a dreary day, but whatever God chooses for you, learn to rejoice in that. There are two types of people in the world. Dr. Robertson used to say, two men behind prison bars, one looked at the mud, the other the stars. Two types of people. There are those who grovel in what they don't have or what didn't go their way, and there are those who keep their eyes on the Lord and just choose to keep rejoicing in Jesus. Be gratefully content today for everything God chooses for you. Remember that he's the source of all things. Just be content, my friend. And then, if you keep reading in the passage, he goes on to talk about how they communicated with him, how they ministered to him. And then we come to this famous verse, verse 19, But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Be ready and willing to give to others. He's the source. We're to be channels. So rejoice in everything that God gives you personally and then enter into that joy by sharing with others, by by being a giver and not a taker, uh, by taking all the good things you've received and relaying them to someone else. You see, a joyful home is not an end in itself. It's a means to an end. It's not we want to be full of joy just so we can be happy people. God doesn't give you his comfort just to make you comfortable. God gives you his comfort to make you a comforter. God gives you His joy to share it with somebody else. God gives you His goodness to make you then a witness to others of the goodness of our God. And can I tell you why I'm in the Lord's work today? Can I tell you why I want certain things for my family? It's because I saw it first in my dad and mom. I witnessed it. I, I watched it with my own eyes. I was a, a spectator and then a participant of a home that was far from perfect, that still dealt with difficulty. Uh, But it was a home filled with the joy of Jesus Christ. I've said it so many times. You've heard me say it before, but I'll repeat it. The greatest thing my parents gave to me and my sister was a happy home. Uh, The joy of Jesus evident in a place where the Christian faith was being lived. Could I challenge you uh, to have, by God's grace today, a home full of the joy of the Lord? It's a choice, friends. It's a choice you must make, and you must make it every day. It will be best for you. It will be best for your family. It will be best for others. And ultimately, it will give glory to God. May the Lord help every one of us to have a joyful home. We hope that you will spend some time talking with your family today about these truths from God's Word and spend time praying for each member of your family. You may find additional podcasts, helpful articles, full length Bible messages, and other resources at enjoyingthejourney.org. Until next time, may God bless you and your family.